Hey, sluts! This is Aria Everclear, amateur astrology enthusiast and certified slut. And joining me today, I have one of the most Venetian people in the squad, all the way from my anonymous hometown. Once a slut, now happily married lesbian, astrology nerd of the world, Aces Arrows. Oh, you could call me Ace. Thank you. Um, I am a Taurus sun and an Aries Venus with an Aries moon and Aries rising. Um, and so all of, uh, the Venetian placements are in my emotional and in my, uh, first house. So I consider myself to be very Venetian. Yes. Damn. She'll be the best co-host. Ho-host. Oh, yeah, host. Yes, you wanted to make that point yet, for sure. Um, okay, so today we're going to discuss Venus, the love sign. Fun fact, in most cultures, past and present, sex and love are related. Yeah, uh, not this one. This is a hookup culture for sure, but there's still a connection there. Like how you fuck and how you love are connected no matter how far you've rode the slutty debaucheries train, and I'm out here conducting that motherfucker. This <laughs> will also give you hoes more insights into the interview episodes. A roast is always funnier when you understand the jokes, and I bet your ass I will be roasting everyone on these episodes because my sub wants to be punished afterwards. All of these names are fake for privacy purposes. The majority of these Venus aspects are borderline tragic to terrifying, so we're going to have fun. So let's get started on Venus penis so we can finish later. Ow! <laughs> Okay, so first, as always, we're going to start with Aries. So we're going to start with Aries Venus, my boomerang, the man that I throw around and then every two years or six months or something comes right the fuck back around like a boomerang. Name is Mark Boomerang. All right, he is an Aries Venus in the ninth house, Venus square Uranus. Venus square Neptune, Venus trine Chiron. Aries Venus is an impulsive lover, notably a trampoline dick jumping from person to another. It is also worth acknowledging that this dude worked at Sky Zone when I first met him. <laughs> um, put that shit in the ninth house. Now we have a super exploratory when it comes to pussy. Someone who makes up their mind on a potential partner and says, Psych! Probably would prefer to be traveling and have new girls in every movie like James Bond or some shit. Uh, Def, why he is a boomerang for me. He can't get enough of me, but lover-wise cannot sit fucking still and be satisfied. Aspects. Here's the fun part. Venus square Uranus. Unpredictable romantically. This motherfucker gets so mad about some stupid shit, blocks me, and then pops up in my shit like six months later. Eternally immature and self-centered, which I have highlighted. I could go out to dinner with this motherfucker for like two hours and he wouldn't even know where I'm working right now because he spent the whole time talking about him fucking himself. He has always been like that too. Venus square Neptune. This is that shit where men watch tons of porn but then can't get hard for a normal female body. But make it love. He has an idealistic version of love in his head that will never exist in reality. Venus trine Chiron. 
fun. <laughs> Chiron is your wound in your birth chart and Venus is your love sign. And trine means they work well together. So his love affirms his wounds. His wounds affirm his love life. This is probably because he has an unrealistic ideal of love and his damn self-centered attitude, given he's not self-centered in the sack, he does eat a good pussy. But as far as talking about anything besides himself, bruh. <laughs> okay, well, as an Aries Venus, I feel like I have to now do the pros list because it sounds like you did all the cons. Self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, now you kind of nailed it with that because um, do you want me to start talking about like the like what my um, experience is like then right yes. now? Yes, go off. Okay, so Aries Venus, both of my experience and also like this is what I know about astrology self-centered it definitely hits the nail on the head um I feel like we can be we make love our world like our partner our world but we also think that we need to come first well and that could be <laughs> I didn't mean it to be sexually but but um, um I, think a lot, I think a lot of the times I, uh yeah I think Aries Venus um isn't really going to be like subtle or patient or um timid like we will get what we want eventually in the end and i think sometimes we lack tact doing that um i feel like for the venus sign aries venus is not a great placement it's not the worst one for sure but i think it would be in the bottom six rather than top six <laughs> <laughs> like just because it's well, first of all, isn't it like detriment because of Libra? Libra and Taurus are ruled by Venus. Yeah. And the opposite of Libra is Aries. And so it's kind of a detriment to have an Aries Venus because it, um, it's the opposite of Libra. So while I guess it's, just, it's a placement that you don't really feel like would represent love, and generosity and so venus is all about like art beauty love um a kind of relationship and aries is like yeah like you said very me 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 and also you 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 and then let's move on I yeah think, uh, well and here i am like talking i just have like self-conscious that i'm like talking the whole time oh no go off of what you had said about Aries Venus <laughs> <laughs> the whole time go um, off dude well I remember back okay just to put it in perspective like I've never really had before high school or I guess before college I mean I didn't really ever have relationships and like you know that because we went to high school together but like, I didn't date anybody um and you were hot me. What? And you were hot too, so that was surprising. Yeah, wait, I was hot. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no. And like, I think because it's so weird because I had these like secret obsessions with people, and I think probably because I was like in the closet, like in and out of the closet, I guess, with my friends. But I mean, I think because of that, um, and because of just like the way that I love, it's like it's so passionate and obsessive that. I feel like it's not regular love. It feels like way too much. 
Like I would get so infatuated with so many people and my thoughts would just like constantly um, be, be absorbed with them. And like that one person for like a period of six months. And then um, I think Aries Anus is about conquership. And so like after you've <laughs> kind of conquered that feeling, like in some way, like if you've gotten some sort of approval from that person or some sort of, um, yeah, I guess conquering them, um, then you feel satisfied. And so like when I was in high school, I was obsessed with this one person for like three years. And then we actually hooked up after I graduated. And after like two months of that, I was like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really care anymore. And I, I wanted that, like that new thirst, that new love, you know, that new obsession, that, that craving. I had that and too, but it was with my coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I wonder how that is. I wonder what your coach's Venus was. <laughs> I gotta ask him. He's still in my DMs. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think it's like the thrill of the chase. You know, it's like cat and mouse, and um, I I think just my past relationships, and even the ones where like they never like became anything. Like I was obsessed, you know, and then now I'm married and like I've settled down and my wife is my whole life, you know? Um, and I think <laughs> like, uh, aunt lover listening to this, <laughs> our mutual friend would be like, it's called codependency, babe. <laughs> I'm not sure if Taurus <laughs> is like predisposed to that or if it's my, uh, Venus in the first house and in my, my whole life is just about love though. Um, and about finding my person, my true love. And I remember thinking, like, back when I was really, like, trying to reflect on my inability to, inability to like, have long relationships like all my siblings had. I was like, you know, I think my heart is like a ninja star where it just, like, it lands on a person and it's, like, stuck there. But then, like, as quickly as that happened, it's over after I sort of meet my demands, you know? Damn, the the six months and the meet my demands part like really like hit me hard because this this, this I was like nineteen and I started throwing this boomerang around, so yeah. fuck. But yeah, very insightful, and I feel like I know you on like a deeper spiritual level. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I feel like I mean I don't want to make it all myself and like say I, that's just my experience with it. You know, like how I experience it. I think like the observer's point of view for that, I think it really does come across like, okay, this person um, is self-centered or just wants what she can't have. And I guess part of that, like there's a, there's like some truth to it, you know? And like now I've just like with age and maturity, like, and also self-reflection and, evolution with my partner like I've I've outgrown that need for like that that high that chase um but I will say like even when my friends are um trying to flirt with other people I get like a little bit of like a a, like a rush trying to help them flirt because I just love that um that chase that high of like trying to get that person to want me back 
you know? I feel like that's all fire Venuses, like, love the fucking chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, I think it could be fun, but it's not the most ideal placement for Venus. But it's, I mean, whatever your placement is, it's the one you got. But we're going to move on to our uh, our mutual friend coming up here. Okay, so now we're going to talk about another Aries Venus, a mutual friend of ours, nickname Ant Lover. Uh, do you know what that is about before we start? Ant Lover, they just fucking love ants. I don't know. <laughs> they... <laughs> Or they showed me this ant documentary and literally like was crying about how beautiful it is. Um, and I just, I cannot see it, but. <laughs> I really thought this was a pussy eating joke. Like I really thought. That no, that... no, they just, they just fucking love ants. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, ant obsessed. Okay. Uh, neat. Uh, okay. Uh, Aries <laughs> Venus in the 10th house um venus square uranus venus square neptune venus trine chiron moon square venus i included this person because we both know them and these aspects are uh um uh, not cute Uh, I mean, it's not their fault. It happens to anybody. Uh, Aries, Venus in the 10th house. Also impulsive in love. Didn't they, like, move to D.C. for a love interest or something? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's impulsive as fuck. Okay. 10th house, Venus. Could make a career in some type of loving arts or aesthetics. Motivated in career by love and aesthetics. Given situation now and how much help they are to their grandmother, this person has three of the same aspects of the last person, which I said I would make them self-centered, but, like, I don't see it at all for them. Uh, like, they are definitely not a never-satisfied, over-idealistic douche like the last person. <laughs> but they do have a weaker... Uh, but still important aspect, moon square Venus, which still isn't great. Uh, No wonder this generation sucks at love. These aspects are mostly tragic. Uh, Moon square Venus makes people more charming. And I think for this person, the Venus trine Chiron is more about family than it is about their love life. Uh, This is a great person. I think Aries Venus in general is going to give you like a tough go at love life. But uh, <laughs> these aspects out here, <laughs> um, you got any insight? Yeah, I've actually thought a lot about Ant Lover's chart just because um, it's so, okay, it is kind of messy. Like, I was always jealous of their big three because it's like, okay, like, you're a person who knows what kind of relationship they want to be in. Um, but then this Aries Venus is such a curveball. You know, it's like their big three is all water. And so they know who they're compatible with, which I was always like envious of. Um, because it's just easier. For, I would think it's easier for them to like know who they have chemistry with or compatibility with. Um, but I think that the Aries Venus being square with their Cancer rising and Cancer moon makes it really difficult to know exactly what you want 
I feel like, and we've had this conversation before, Aunt Lover and I, um, or I was like, don't you feel like it's kind of just like a random mix, like a wrench in like your, what you really want? <laughs> it really looks like that, though, in the chart, for sure. Like, it could, could even be like a singleton where like one part of the chart like makes such a difference because it's just out in fucking left field. Yeah, and they even said that they're actually, they feel blessed to have the Aries Venus. Like, even though it's not a great placement, it's because with all like the water shit in their chart, they're like, thank God I have this Aries Venus to make me not such like a, a simp for love or make me not so <laughs> like basically like goo goo gaga heart eyes, like the way that um, they maybe would be if they had like uh, an earth or water Venus as well. If you said so cancer, I'm- I was going to get so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be able to one night stand with this culture. I swear to God, it's rough out here. It's rough out here. I don't know. I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, can't relate. So actually what's funny. Okay. A little tangent, but like I, um, I was the one like my wife is a Gemini Venus. Um, and she was the one who was like, let's be in a relationship. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like <laughs> very commitment. Like I wasn't scared of commitment necessarily, but I like, I was like in and out of this like, relationship and I wasn't sure if I was ready to like be exclusive. Um, sorry, that's a lot. Can you hear the lawnmower? No. Okay. I'll just keep talking then. But, um, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, that's, uh, I think I was able to have a one night stand, except I didn't want to do that with her just because she didn't want that, you know, but I feel like my Aries Venus, I was, I was definitely like, make out with random people. I love that in my life. Oh, me too. Especially at parties. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> before I listened to your podcast, I was like, oh yeah. Like I had this sense of pride that I've made out with every sign. Um, but I've never had sex with every sign. So. <laughs> or every single, um, big three sign. <laughs> Insert Thanos. Okay. (laughs) So now we're going to talk about the final Aries Venus of the evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I don't know. This is Cornell, who I have fucked before. Mind you, gave red wings, still living to tell the story. So Cornell is an Aries Venus in the third house, Venus opposition Jupiter, Venus trine Mars, also impulsive in love, but this motherfucker has a ton of earth in the rest of his chart. So when he impulsively decided on a mate, he sticks with it. Venus in the third house, deep, meaningful conversations are very important to him in all loving relationships. Venus opposition Jupiter, not lucky in love. Previous relationships were train wrecks. Current relationship, that is 
not his fucking baby. I have a... <laughs> oh, God, no. Like, uh, he is African-American. That baby is white. Like, oh my gosh. like, I have a crop top that says, not your baby. And I always wear it when I see him. Like, maybe he'll pick up a hint. Like, paternity <laughs> test, perhaps? Might be the time. Um... But this opposition also points to where he is going to be lucky in life if he's, like, directly opposed to, like, what he loves. Um, I don't know. I kind of, like, want to block and report almost all the Venus aspects I've talked about so far. Like, they all kind of suck. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) For the most part. Not doing great with uh, Aries-Venus. No, all the aspects in this podcast, like, mostly suck. Yeah, hookup culture has entered the chat. For sure. Maybe that's your cancer, uh, your cancer placements <laughs> really butting heads with uh, what you, what you have experienced and what you want. <laughs> There's some kind of juxtaposition there. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I also got some 12th house shit. Like I'm a mess. But anyway, yeah, that is Cornell. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Taurus Venus. I didn't see a whole bunch of these on my spreadsheet. The first one we're going to talk about is Daniel. Daniel is a Taurus Venus in the sixth house. Um, (laughs) um, Venus opposite Jupiter. Um, (laughs) Venus sextile Saturn. Venus trine Chiron. Venus trine Midheaven. Venus semi-square Mars. These aspects, (laughs) yeah, yeah, these are not cute. Um, hookup culture, making a lot more sense now. Um, this is the dude that shoved all of his fingers in my mouth at that party that I talked about in front of a bunch of 20 fucking year olds, 19 year olds, something like that. Yeah. Please refer to the previous episode because that was wild. Um, Taurus Venus is very physical and very sensual. Hence the fingers in a random girl's mouth. Like our only connection is that he had saw a video of me and the other girl he was like hooking up with hooking up. (laughs) Um, yeah, per Capriccio Katie, who was uh, the girl that we're talking about in question, mm-hmm. he is very in tune with his body, perfect mix of rough and gentle. Taurus Venus is usually a caring, loving placement, but with all these toxic ass aspects. All I got from Katie was, if you're a hoe to him, he will post your video, <laughs> but he won't if he really fucks with you. Well, I don't... What kind of video? Like your sex video? Yeah, yeah. No, oh my god, that's a, who is she hooking up with? She's got to have some boundaries because that is, you guys kept saying, oh, it's not cute. That's like sexual violence, what? I, I, apparently they give consent, but like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, if, like, you won't share the videos if you fuck, like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't He shouldn't be sharing that, that consent. Okay, what the... I, I think there is consent, but I don't fucking know. This dude does not give me good vibes. Um, (laughs) Venus in the sixth house, uh, includes a healthy love and sex life within your wellness, very industrial with love and aesthetics per Capriccio Katie. He will definitely get you pregnant if you let him. (laughs) These are not good things that she's telling me. Um, Venus opposite Jupiter, his, uh, luck is not in line with his love. Obviously Venus sextile Saturn. This gives some codependency issues. Toxic love per Katie. Venus trine Chiron. 
<laughs> his wounds and love self-affirm each other. Venus chimes midheaven, perhaps a career in aesthetic, modeling, porn. I don't know. Um, Venus semi-square Mars. He is very sexual. He probably loves people who he has bad sex with and then is like incapable of loving the people he has good sex with. If he's capable of love at all, which probably not with this trash ass like venus placement yeah. or these aspects like, like, red alarm like go off my head like sirens i'm like oh god run from this guy <laughs> bye daniel <laughs> yeah bye like damn daniel get the fuck out of my bye, daniel. dms like, bye, daniel. <laughs> like damn daniel bye oh yeah bye <laughs> that's what it is yeah um well what, so like what you were saying okay so it's not i don't want to I don't want to condone Taurus behavior as like, oh yeah, I stick my whole fist in your mouth. That's so sexy. Like, I get how that can be like really erotic or tantalizing. Like, if you were to like mess around like physically and like introduce some elements of like what is normally seen as like seen as tame or like everyday casual, like your hands or like your lower back, right? You know, just like things that are like not explicitly sexual it's like more sensual, like, like fingers, I think fall into that category, but to shove it in your mouth like that, like what is wrong with this guy? And he kept whispering, I'll give you the best head of your life. Oh God. Meanwhile, Katie, who, who is the girl he's hooking up with is like passed out next to us. And there's a bunch of fucking 19 year olds running the fuck around. I'm like, what the fuck? I like had to get, I would get out of it. Oh my gosh, so scary. Yeah, I had a hope pick me up. I had a come pick me up for sure. Yeah, I'm so glad that's not my area of life anymore. <laughs> but oh gosh, yeah, I think um, part of this like makes okay. So like with the finger stuff, like part of it makes like sense in a way. Like okay, sensual, physical, in tune with your body. Um, I think that definitely corresponds to a Taurus Venus. Taurus Venus is, it's funny how trash this guy is because Taurus Venus is a pretty good placement, but yeah, I guess those other aspects. What was his sun sign? He's an Aries. Oh, yikes. Okay. And I think like a Gemini moon, like there's a lot of problems here. (laughs) Like a a Gemini moon. I thought you were talking about the other problem. Okay. Yeah. The one I thought you were saying is moon. Um, I actually know, um, let's see, my sister is an Aries Venus, or sorry, an Aries son with a Taurus Venus, um, and this girl that I, like, dated for, like, a month was, like, very briefly, was uh, an Aries son with a Taurus Venus. I've never been with, actually, that's a lie, I did hook up with a guy once who was an Aries son, Taurus Venus, too. So I've been with all of these people, and I've not been with, I didn't ever hook up with my sister, obviously, <laughs> don't include that. <laughs> incest, we condone here, that on Slut Stellium here, oh is God. incest. <laughs> Lesbian incest, the worst kind. Uh, uh, not if you're I, in porn. Sure, the most profitable kind. Um, I've, so I, I'm saying that I have been in the... Uh, I've been surrounded by these people and um I don't I don't really know the guy too well. We knew each other also for like a month, but um 
I can't really say too much about him. What I can say about the general aspect of a Taurus Venus, which I definitely see in my sister and I see like in my, uh, one of my old, like former friends that I had, um, is that they're like, they dig their claws into people and just like, will never let go. Like, he and actually dug his claws into me. Like, actually dug his claws physically into my body. <laughs> Literally and, <laughs> and metaphorically. Uh, sensual. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, like, even with the, the um, that girl I was seeing, like, she would still talk. I tried to, like, talk to me even after, like, I was already, uh, when I was already exclusive with my wife. Um, and I, like, tried to, like, uh, sort of back away a little bit. Um, eventually, I just had to be like, hey, I don't think we can be friends <laughs> because um, I feel like she was attached to this, like, idea of romance, you know? Um, and I, my experience with these Taurus Venus people is that it seems like their first love is, like, the one that they model their relationships after and like compare their um, current relationships to. And I, again, I've seen that with her and like we our conversations that we've had, like she would talk about her, her ex a lot. Um, and with my sister and her first boyfriend and with my former best friend and her first girlfriend, they, there was like a pattern of, they would always talk about their first person that they ever went their first partner and I thought that was so interesting and then after I learned more about astrology I was like okay Taurus Venus that makes a hell of sense actually because Taurus does not like go Taurus does not forget and I think in that that placement and that aspect I think definitely means that you're not going to be able to move past those things or it'll take a very long time and so I do think like Taurus is an ideal placement to have for Venus, but I think that's kind of a catch is that when you're with somebody like that, like be prepared to be in their mind and possibly in their bed forever. <laughs> well, and also I think this is a good thing to show that you can have like a really good placement, but if it's poorly aspected, like fuck, you know? Yeah. With that, with Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> that's so interesting though yeah what everything you said about taurus venus is is really interesting quick question are you are you bi or are you lesbian um so it kind of it's it's swung back and forth on the spectrum but nowadays like i i don't think even if sorry nowadays i don't think even if my wife and i broke up like i don't think that i would date a man again i think if anything i could probably hook up with a man maybe if i trusted them enough but just like the thought of like I don't think I could be in a romantic partnership with a man um so I think on the Kinsey scale I'm probably like a five out of six I consider myself gay or lesbian um and that's a lot of it I think is just because I'm like okay I'm exclusively like married to my wife and there's like nobody else that I'm like really wanting to try to experiment with or be with and if that were to ever like 
if we were to ever look outside of our relationship and like try to do anything, uh, it wouldn't be with a man, you know? Interesting. Um, what am I on that scale? Leah Rising wants to know. <laughs> well, so, I mean, that's kind of like a self-declaration of like, the three is bisexual, and then a two would be like, okay, like I have some, like one and two would be bicurious, and then four and five would also be like bicurious, but like mostly gay. Like maybe you're like straight curious, I guess. <laughs> I think... Like, I think I had a straight phase for a little bit, but I thought I was, like, my first crush was a girl, my first kiss was a girl, and my first obsession was a girl, and then I, like, fucked random guys, like, in college, <laughs> and then now I'm married to a woman, and so I feel like I kind of had, like, the reverse experience, but I think depending on how you view your own attraction to people... Like, if you just simply don't care, I would say you're a three, you know? Well, it's like, like, I, I feel it in my pussy or I don't. It's kind of like that, you know? Like, with the person, it depends. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's really interesting. I never heard of that scale before. I just thought I was a bisexual, bipolar switch. All the things. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> identify with that song <laughs> yeah, yeah that's me i'm i'm, a, I'm an instinct character for sure yeah <laughs> bye 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 all right so now we're gonna jump into gemini venus starting off with the one the only michigan hoe actually there's probably plenty of hoes in michigan but this is our personal michigan hoe the <laughs> michigan hoe okay so he is a gemini venus in the fourth house moon square venus this is capriccio katie's sugar daddy please refer to mars in the matrimonial polka part one gemini venus in the fourth house is not the easiest to interpret <laughs> it's like you're shady in the love life but ride or motherfucking die for your family very chaotic do not recommend moon square venus this complicates this fourth house business probably not the best home life growing up slash relationship with his mother and that's probably why his relationship slash objectification of women is like so trash and he's so fucking like pushy and shit um this aspect also means you can love someone and absolutely despise them at the same time this dude is a no for me if i'm allowed to simon cowell it's a no for me or if it's I'm not for me too, dog. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Randy. <laughs> what do you think? Of all of this, let's see. Um, I think it makes sense why he's a sugar daddy if he is objectifying women so much. Um, and I'm proud of uh, Capriccio Katie for monetizing that. Uh, <laughs> you got to get that bread. Yeah, get yeah, get that bag, Katie. Um, from that uh misogynist. Um let's see. I think it's interesting. The fourth house okay, so hmm. I think so I look at sinistry and I'm like um I think about like your partner's Venus being in the fourth house would be a really good um sinistry aspect. But to have it in your own, that's that is something I'm not really sure if I have anything to say about that besides that 
it would be more, I think, family oriented than like, um, and like biologically, like your, your siblings, your parents, or, you know, your kids rather than like your partner. Um, so especially with Gemini Venus, I mean, it's, that's a chaotic ass placement, isn't it? Like that's like chaotic as fuck. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Michigan hoe was something else. Like, he always says, like, oh, you can just stay at home and I'll pay all the bills. Just have my babies. You can fuck other people, but you need to, like, be my wife. I'm like, what? Well, Michigan. You know what? Maybe that kind of, like, domestic was, like, partner, like, gender roles, you know? Maybe yeah. he's really into that because of the, uh, that, like, traditional aspect of, like, the fourth house, you know? And that's that square moon. Venus, Venus square moon, like, scares the fuck out of me anyway. <laughs> sorry friend (laughs) that but the 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 bad thing about their chart is that was the good one like yeah okay where's your saving grace and it's this horrible thing (laughs) no antler's gonna have such a such a crisis after this scene (laughs) i am so sorry i don't want to give you a crisis before your saturn return All right, let's move on to the next hoe. All right, next up on the Gemini Venus train, we have Ozzy Orgasm. He is a Gemini Venus, Venus, Venus penis in the 10th house. (laughs) No strong Venus aspects. Um, I'll be doing an interview episode with this motherfucker coming up. Everyone has requested video episodes in lingerie, so it will be on my patreon i am working on now it will be me in lingerie another hot girl in lingerie and him going over his chart and his fuckery keep in mind (laughs) keep in mind that the three of us that are on this have all had a threesome before that being said all of my astro bros which is what I call you, like, bro, astro bros, uh, <laughs> like, laugh their ass off when I say the biggest man whore I know is a Gemini Venus Aquamoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemini Venus is kind of a hoe placement. Uh, like, it's one of the key ones that I look for. I'm like, oh, ho, like, Libra Moon and, like, Gemini Venus for me. <laughs> like, 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 hoe confirmed. <laughs> Um, some kind of career driven by love or aesthetics with that 10th house might suit him. Um, he wouldn't be the worst porn director, but like he wouldn't be as good as me. Um, but please take all of my 10th house shit with a grain of salt. Like my moon is my 10th house, which which, like says I should be like a psychologist and like, (laughs) if I'm advising you, (laughs) like, holy shit, (laughs) we don't want that. Well, you are in a way analyzing people on here. It's just in a in a in an astrological capacity. Yeah, if it's about astrology or sex, like count me in. But like yeah. <laughs> your mom issues, like count me out. <laughs> but I think like psychiatry is kind of misogynistic, like the whole blaming the mother thing, and I think the history of it, where like nymphomania was a disease, like that's just my opinion, though for sure. And that's an interesting take for somebody who is supposed to be more, like, maternally inclined. You know, your Cancer Sun and Cancer Venus, I feel like that's a... Uh, and Cancer Mercury. Something. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Aria Everclear. You are going against the grain here. Yeah, that's all in the 12th house, though. That's why it's hidden deep, deep, deep mm-hmm. down. 
that's why you can push the envelope a little bit. Always, always, for sure. <laughs> All right, next Gemini, Venus. All right, last Gemini, Venus. This is Ed motherfucking Peters. Uh, the most toxic person I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> Gemini Venus in the sixth house, Mars conjunct Venus. Um, it's very fitting, uh, a hoe placement, as I've mentioned before. This is the one that accidentally made a group chat of all the women he was talking to. And <laughs> it was... It was... It was on uh, Snapchat. It was delicious. I was only on there because I had, like, he saw the video of me hooking up with Capriccio Katie, which she apparently showed to everyone, which is how all these hoes became my hoes, but curiously. Um, because you, you know how it is. Like, when guys here hooking up with other girls, you're like, oh, you're like, nah. Yeah, Actually, yeah, that's, uh, I have a story about that for Gemini Venus later, which I can come back to. Um. Okay, so Venus in the sixth house. If he loves someone, he'll ride or die. But will he love someone? Is the question. <laughs> Very chaotic. The answer is no. <laughs> fucking no with these aspects. Very chaotic placement, and it is intensified by the conjunction with Mars. So his loving and his fucking energy are kind of the same and feed off each other. Very chaotic motherfucker. He is hot and he is tall, but I would not recommend zero stars on a Yelp date. Five stars on Yelp to fuck, as so I hear from the group chat that I was in. <laughs> um, actually, I was talking about this the other day. Um, there should be a Yelp for sex, but what should it be called? What should it be called? Um, me and a Tinder hoe were discussing. There is nothing you can really do with Yelp. Like Yelp, you can't go anywhere with that. But we were looking at like the next most popular apps that are like Yelp. Foursquare, that's easy. Fuck Square. Urban's, yeah. <laughs> Urban Spoon, that one's actually fine, but Urban Fork would be better. Oh. Open Table, Open Legs. Yes, I was happy for Local Eats, actually. <laughs> that one's fine. That one's fine. Um, what do you got to say about Gemini, Venus, Ace? We are going to enter Aces, Gemini, Venus, Red. I just had a bunch of espresso. This is a different day. Fuck it. Let's go. And also, um, I might make a, a joke about um, Ace in the hole, like when you're like oh fingering a God. pussy. Yes, Ace in only one hole. Though. Ace in one hole because she's married. <laughs> Monogamous. Monogamous right. Ace in the hole. Okay, you have a good day. Okay, so I have a lot of experience with Gemini Venus. Probably about like half my experiences have been Gemini Venus. Um, so I'm very attracted to Gemini placements in general, but especially Gemini Venus. I have lots of thoughts and feelings, so here I go. Um, in general, Gemini Venus, I feel like, isn't a stellar placement. And if my wife is listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was, like, super skeptical of her Gemini Venus. Um, because Gemini Venus in general, like, um, on paper... They are flirtatious, but, like, flighty, you know, and they like to play the field, and they're very fun, but you're never quite sure what you're going to get from them day by day, and I feel like as far as romantic partnership goes, you know, if that's your thing, to just, like, have fun, then it's a great partner to have, 
Um, but if you're looking for something more stable or like sincere or deep or like wow, this like touches my soul kind of um, of a date night, I think Gemini Venus um, might fail you in that area in general. Again, it's worked out great for me and my wife because I think hers is a retrograde. Um, and she's just like a different, like, um, well, she's a Gemini stallion, but she's um, super weirdly not like a Gemini in a lot of romantic ways. But the other Gemini Venuses I've been with have been super spot on. Um, like, <laughs> actually, I remember this one the, the guy I dated before, uh, he also had a Gemini stellium. And. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just You're love life's been chaotic as fuck. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, it was like so. It was so dumb. Like, look back, I'm just like, what? But I remember he had like um, really identified with that song um, "Genghis Khan" by I think Mike Snow, and the whole thing is about how he wants to be with this girl but not in an exclusive way. And he doesn't want her to see other people, but he wants to see other people. And he's like, ugh, this song, it's just like, you know, it gets me because I feel like, you know, basically talking about me and his ex, who he was also really like still latched onto. And um, and I'm like, but you still want to be with me though? And he's like, yeah, I do. I, you know, I sing it and I think about you. And I'm like, what about that line where it's like, um, but I don't want to be with you. And, he, and he's like, well, I change it to, but you don't want me. And I'm like, well, if you have to change the lyrics for it, then probably like, like where's the cognitive dissonance there? It's like, you are just super afraid of commitment and you're not owning up to it. And anyway, I got myself out of that situation because eventually I was like, well, if you're not going to be exclusive with me, then I'm not going to be exclusive with you. And I have a crush on this girl, so I'm going to pursue that. And I did. And obviously, you know, with that whole possessive thing, you don't like that. But it's just, it was, it was really weird how, like, he wanted me to be exclusive, but he wasn't able to choose what he wanted. And so, I mean, it was, like, um, I think just very typical of a Gemini placement to like have fun and want to like be um in this enjoyable relationship but without the ties of something that's like committal you know um the other Gemini Venuses I've been with um I've never tried to pursue a relationship with them it was mostly just like for fun um but they were really good texters I'll say that like having a conversation with Gemini Venus is actually, it, it is very fun and they are flirty and I love the banter with them. Um, so that's what always really attracts me to, uh, Gemini Venus, I think is just like the witty banter. Um, but when I want to date those people, uh, the ones that I was most before, uh, not ever seriously, probably because I just don't think I would be able to trust them. You know, I think as a Taurus son and Taurus um, dominant person like Venetian, I, um, with those Gemini Venuses, uh, I, I don't think yeah, I'd be able to really think that they're being sincere or loyal to me. So that's my rant on Gemini Venus. 
Another fun fact. If Aces was a hotel in Vegas, she'd be the Venetian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, that was an episode that was supposed to be about sex and Venus, but ended up being some astrological justification for hookup culture. This generation was dealt some doozies for Venus aspects, just from what you can see from this small sample. Tune in next time for the rest of my amateur slutty Venus interpretations of friends, hoes, frenemies, and enemies. And then we'll be doing more interviews, and they're going to be really fucking trashy. So until next time, stay fucking slutty, hoes! Thanks for having me. She's, she's lovely. She's wonderful.